All right, welcome everybody to today's Sunday Lift Seminar. I hope that you will appreciate this presentation. I'm excited about sharing it. It's something I've been working on in pieces uh, and probably will continue to work on in pieces. Um, I've been working on it probably for the past six months and I'll continue to work on it, I'm sure. I'm titled on this Healing Versus Evolution. And um, the one of the, the major context or the motivations for this was um, recognizing that there are a there needs to be a distinction between healing and evolution. So a lot of times in the spiritual growth and spiritual transformation communities, you will hear people comment about their healing and, and, and needing, needing to heal and encouraging people to heal and do the work and get healed from your traumas and people experiencing things in relationships and just things and traumas in their life um, and troubles and not and being confronted from others saying, well, are you healing or you need to heal or you're, you're still experiencing things because you haven't healed from it. And what I've recognized and observed and, and believe that I'm observing is that there is there are situations that are happening in life that do represent things that we need to heal from. But it's not just healing that needs to take place. And it doesn't mean that we haven't healed previously. But it are things that are being catalysts that are happening for us to evolve. And so there's this healing of the new trend word. Everyone said, oh, I did my healing. Have you done your healing? Have you done your healing work? I'm doing my healing work. But literally healing work is just healing work. So, for example, if I get involved in the, in the car wreck and something happens to, God forbid, my body or my legs or some, some injury, I can heal from that injury. But I can heal from that injury, but I still can get hurt in the same place again. So if you have healed over time from abandonment wounds, abandonment issues, let's say you healed from rejection, you healed from heartbreak, or you healed from some type of trauma in your life, over time, time naturally does heal us. It does heal our wounds. But you can be wounded again, and that wound again does not mean, it doesn't mean that you are not, you had not done your healing work. What it means is that you didn't evolve your awareness. You have not evolved a new capacity to experience and see things differently um, that, that, that you need. So evolution is about evolving your awareness, evolving capacities, so you can avoid being hurt again. So a lot of times situations in our life are re-engineered to the point where we can get to a place where it's not hurting us. So it's not about why did you attract this person or why did you attract this situation because you're not healed. No, the situation is coming as a gift for you to evolve a capacity not to be hurt. Um, healing doesn't mean, uh, uh, again, you can heal and it doesn't mean that you're not gonna be able to be hurt again in that place. What is needed is evolution. Evolution brings a superpower not to be hurt. So when you think about uh, mutants and we think about uh, the powers of, 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 of superheroes in movies, and I'm going to do an illustration about it later, what we learn is that what we see illustrated in these comic books and these stories is they all have some ability to heal themselves, right, to become immortal or become immune to pain. And that's what evolution does. And that comes through about our awareness. And so... Let's, let's make some more distinctions about healing versus evolution. So healing is recovering from trauma that's either interrupted or arrested one's emotional or psychological development. Healing is restoring one's sense of dignity and self-respect 
after it's been lost or abused. Healing is about renewing one's sense of purpose and meaning for life. You can experience healings many times and it doesn't devalidate or it doesn't does it take away the fact that you've done work? You can do work to get over trauma that's happened in your childhood or happened in your life. You can do the work to restore your sense of dignity and self-respect. You can even re go through the healing work and support groups to find new sense of purpose and meaning for living. But all of those things can also be attacked and you can be injured again. And it doesn't devalue and it doesn't take away the fact that you did not really do your healing work. It doesn't take a fact the way that you were actually healing and that the support work and support group and all of that therapy and, and, and spiritual health and counseling did not help you. Um, it's not about it's not it's not about you didn't heal. It's about that you are in needing to evolve capacities where you cannot be hurt again, where you can make decisions out of new awareness and new a new capacity. So evolution is about growing new functions and capacities that we are not innately born with. Capacities for expanding awareness, um, capacities that gives us versatility of thought. For example, knowing the difference between needs and wants, okay? That requires the evolution of your awareness and evolution of your thought. Um, new abilities to process emotions and feelings, okay? That's about evolution. It gives you a function to be able to know how to relieve, release emotions that are not yours and how to transmute and feel emotions that are yours. That requires function, a new capacity, it requires ability. That requires evolution. And that is what, what, what we're moving into. Knowledge is not power, right? So a lot of times we confuse our healing or we confuse our evolution with learning and learning and getting information. Information is not power. Knowledge is not power. Awareness applied correctly over time equals power. And that power allows you to move differently and it leads to a new awareness. And new awareness is awareness that leads to evolution. This is such a funny meme, as you can see here, um, this says, you know, the shows a woman calling for saying, hey, I'm having troubles in my life. And the operator saying, have you tried posting an inspirational quote with the caption this and then making no changes to your life? And so this is funny and I, I hope it's not clowning anybody or disrespecting anybody. But a lot of times we believe that if we can read something or we get the knowledge about something that that we confuse that revelation as our experience or our awareness, just because you have a revelation or understanding. Let me tell you something. I've been given revelations about all types of things my entire life, but that revelation and being able to actually have it actualize the awareness in my life are two different things. And so we live in a world right now where you can get an inspirational quote, you can find something on Instagram or social media that can really empower you and say, blah, 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 you should love yourself like this or love all of these things that we think we can read. And just by reading it, we think that it says, yes, like it's going to make us feel better or change us. It's, it's not going to give us the power to actually feel differently or access awareness. It has to come through evolution. Evolution is the goal of life, right? I mean, we are here to evolve. We understand that evolution truly is the goal of life. Like, and it will, it may be delayed, but it will not be stopped. 
All right, and progress is the watchword of the universe. So everything that you see in the entire universe is about the evolution, about the expansion, 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 more and more and more increase. The sun is going to expand one day and consume the earth. Um, the earth started as a rock and it expanded into life, gave expanded to a, a planet that's now given us life forms. Everything in the universe is about expansion and progress. It's the watchword, and so are we. We are. We are. We are. I, we are creatures of the universe. So here we're here to evolve. And what evolution does is evolution allows us to expand new capacities, right? Because here's the thing, your inherent capacities cannot be exceeded. A pit can never hold a court. So unless you evolve, unless you evolve your awareness, your in inherent awareness, um, you're not going to be able to function differently unless you can see differently, unless you can know differently. Let's talk about your evolution of consciousness, right? You can't look at what you can't see. You can't know what you don't know. And so again, it goes back to this quote here, it's put it on the wrong page, inherent capacities cannot be exceeded. And so if you, if you don't, if you, until you have evolved into a different level of, of view, until you have evolved into a different viewpoint, a different level of consciousness, I cannot impress upon you an awareness. I cannot impress upon you the knowledge of, of your value, your worth. I cannot impress upon you the value of what you need to see or know if you have not the ability to see what you cannot see. You can read it all day in a book. You can see it and quote it all day on a meme. But unless your awareness, unless your capacity has evolved, you are always going to be stuck seeing what you see. Let's take, for example, a person who is stuck in apathy in a certain chakra center of their life. And that, that, that apathy, that level of consciousness is going to filter for them everything that they see. So it doesn't matter what you read. It doesn't matter what they, what they know. It doesn't matter what they hear the preacher preaching. It doesn't matter what they hear the motivational speaker saying. Until they evolve a, out of a life view where they can begin to see things through the viewpoint of willingness or the viewpoint of courage or the viewpoint of neutrality, they are always going to see things as hopeless. And just reading about it is not going to work. They have to begin the process of evolving their consciousness so they can get a new awareness and begin to have a new life view that see that life is affirming for them, where they can get a sense of trust. And so evolution literally is raising one's consciousness level through the process of transmutation or through evolution. So you can see a different life view for yourself. And this is borrowed from the David Hawkins Power Versus Force book and the level over the map of consciousness, which is a great illustration of why we have to evolve. Because just going to a person that is stuck in the level of grief or the level of fear or the level of desire and quoting something to them or trying to give them a message um, from your viewpoint is not going to, even though they may logically get it, it may logically make sense to them that they should love themselves and that they're stuck in a relationship that is abusive because they don't love themselves. So they can get that logic of that, but until they can evolve to a place of awareness where they can begin to see and feel 
that there are other ways for them to be and exist in the world, nothing that you can preach to them is going to be able to help them be able to, to see what you can see or know what you know for them until they evolve out of this um, level of consciousness. And so the gifts, here's an example of what happens when you get a, the, what I call the gift of mutated awareness. Um, you get, for example, you're able to get immovable confidence, okay? This is the ability to withstand pressure from intense external, internal doubt and confusion. And, and this only comes through the evolution of your awareness and the evolution of your being. You get a vulnerability to rejection, um, the ability to remain feeling personally secure and in full possession of one's worth and value in the face of being deemed unfit or not enough. You become indifferent to failure, right? The ability to stay hopeful, confident, and optimistic despite the consequences of personal mistakes, errors, or miscalculations. And you also get the immunity of disappointment, the ability to take action while remaining emotionally free and unattached to outcomes and not getting one's way. These are the true superpowers. These are the true gifts of evolution, of spiritual evolution, and doing and not doing, it's not really about doing work, it's about allowing evolution to happen to you. When you can allow the process of evolving to happen through you, when you can surrender to the process and let go, this is a gift. This is the reward of allowing your spiritual evolution to happen. This is the reward of, of spiritual formation, of evolution. It is these, these inner, becoming so strong in your inner beingness, in your inner sense of, of awareness that you are able to withstand everything that is happening or not everything, but you're able to withstand the things that happen externally, okay? And so again, immovable confidence and vulnerability to rejection, indifference to failure and immunity to disappointment. Which one of these can you see in your own life how, they, how radically different they can change your, your whole experience of living on earth. And evolution isn't pretty, you know, evolution isn't pretty um, because we're becoming something new. And so usually what happens is it usually takes some type of intense pressure, some type of intense pain to break down the ego resistance or the small self for it to collapse, for it to no longer dominate us. And then what is truly natural, our light, our cosmic identity or our cosmic viewpoint, the I am, the I am can come through once the ego collapses and, and we decide to look beyond our little self. And the material worldview and attachment can die and new things can begin to grow and develop. New experiences can be gifted and come through you. The universe can now begin to allow spiritual regeneration to happen in you once you can become released. And usually that takes a lot of pressure. Um, a, a, a light analogy to this is from the movie Deadpool. Um, and let's see if I can pull it up. Um, so here's a scene from the movie Deadpool um, with Ryan Reynolds where he was going through the process of becoming a mutant. And I... I don't want to say that this is what is happening to us because it sounds very like we're, something is making us suffer, but there is a very close reality or close a close analogy to what happens, what evolution is. 
So let's let's look at this. All right. Uh, I'm going to pause it really quickly, make sure that y'all can hear my sound. Okay, we're going to go back a little bit. Thanks for your patience. So this is the scene where Deadpool character became who's Wade, and it's describing what they're going to do to turn him into a mutant. And it's not, and it's very, it's very similar to what happens with us for us to evolve and to mutate new awarenesses so we can develop those superpowers of invulnerability to uh, rejection and indifference to failure. So listen to listen to this analogy of what's happening. And it, again, it's, it's I've, I liken it to the analogy of what's, what we have to kind of experience and face sometimes. This is how it's going to work. Adrenaline acts as a catalyst for the serum, so we're going to have to make you suffer. If you're lucky, your mutant genes will activate and manifest in a spectacular fashion. If not, well, we'll have to keep on hurting you. In new and different ways, each more painful than the last. Until you finally mutate. Or die. Okay, now I don't want to sell us in, I'm not selling suffering. I do want to make that clear. And I was very hesitant to show that that clip because I don't want to sell us on suffering, but there's an old Gnostic quote that says, we only suffer until we learn how not to suffer. And usually it's the fear of suffering that is more suffering than, than, than it causes more suffering. So again, I am not selling suffering as, as evolution or spiritual work, but it is learning how to suffer, learning how not to suffer. Um, and when you, it, it is the end of suffering. I do not believe that humans are here to suffer. I am not selling that. But what I am selling is that it is usually through learning how to not suffer or learning how to go through suffering that we recognize we're not suffering um, through surrender in the process. And so, and so again, this is something that I am, have always struggled to articulate because I don't want to seem like I'm preaching suffering and, 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 the, and the suffering path, but there is a difference between experiencing pain and suffering, okay? So um, evolution requires deep feeling, okay? And it's feeling, not thinking. Feeling that not thinking has always been the God and control influence of all evolutionary development, all right? So you think about how animals evolve. They evolve through the stress of that pain. They're feeling that stress. They feel that just like we, uh, we saw in that clip. And pain demands we be felt. Pain and suffering is not the same. Again, I'm not selling suffering so much as much as I'm selling the ability to feel, the ability to feel very deeply in the process emotions and process feelings and release and transmute. And you see, um, think about think about one of my one of my greatest uh, stories I always say or selling points to this is you think about how like a person like Michael Jordan played through pain. They played through the pain of injuries or I remember one championship I watched uh, Michael Jordan playing in the 90s he had the flu and he won a championship playing through the flu right and so you can you can experience life in pain, but you don't have to suffer. 
And so suffering is only only what happens when you're refusing, you're refusing to allow yourself to feel the pain or you're allowing the you're allowing your resisting resistance to the pain. That's what causes suffering. Suffering comes from resisting the pain. We're not here to suffer, but we do have to experience the pain sometimes that living um, and we're equipped for it. No one is gonna be given more pain than they can bear. And so it's about truly becoming better at feeling and not trying to avoid uh, 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 feeling better, not trying to avoid the pain. That is where the suffering comes from. The suffering comes from when you're not accepting your limitations, when you're, when you're trying to get out of the limitation, when you're trying to resist the pain, when you're trying to feel better, that is where the suffering is going to come from. And so evolution is going to be the gift of God. It's going to be the gift and the grace is going to happen when you can allow yourself to feel. And spiritual evolution is it's about stretching your awareness. It's about stretching yourself. It gives you the ability to really see truth beyond appearances. It gives you the ability to see and to hold what is true. You see, spiritual evolution gives us a capacity to see what is really, really true. Not just to see it, but to know it. We live in a world where um, we, see the, we see opposites of what is reality. For example, all there really is is abundance. We all know this, we've all been taught this. Anybody that's into any type of spiritual work or new thought work knows that there's only abundance, there's only oneness, there's only love. We know that, we know that. But in order to really evolve to where you can see it and truly know it beyond the logical, beyond the mental knowingness, it really takes an ability to have an evolution mutated awareness. And therefore that evolution is gonna gift you with the ability to truly see abundance where there's lack. It's gonna be able to get you to see health where there is disease. It is gonna be able to get you to see oneness in the face of looking at separation. That is the gift of evolution. That's the gift of spiritual evolution. Because without that, you're always gonna be blindsided by the contrary appearances of, of things that show up in the material world that look like there's lack, that make it look like there's separation, it looks like a disease. But spiritual evolution gives you the ability to really see the truth, the truth of things, despite appearances. And so it really comes back to the recipes for evolution is about faith, trust and assurance. It all comes back to the founding, the founding uh, uh, technologies, the founding technologies of all the bases of all religions, faith, trust, and assurance. Faith that something greater and higher is working in you and outside of you. Trust the process, trust what is happening and hasn't happened, and then have the assurance that it's all going to be worth in the end. If it's not worth it, it's not the end. Faith, trust, and assurance is the, it is the basis of, of how you evolve and how you're able to really be able to endure and go through. I love this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful quote from Psalms 27, verses 13 through 14 that really summarize faith, trust, and assurance. And it says, I would have fainted unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. This is a beautiful uh, um, articulation of the process of faith, trust, and assurance. Yes, it gets tough and you're going to want to faint. You're going to want to feel like I'm, I'm in too much pain. I can't make it. But if you can have the faith, the 
trust that something is greater is working on your behalf, working inside of you and outside of you. Trust the process, even if you're going through the moments of limitation, even if you're feeling stuck, even when you're feeling like uh, you're trapped and you're not, you're not able to get through. Trust the process. Surrender to the limitation. Not my will, but thy will be done. A positive surrender. Or, or even make the expression, unto thee, O Lord, do I commit myself to this process. But this is about having the faith in the higher power and trusting the process and trusting something higher for you and having the assurance. This is where you use your mind. The only way that mind, mind is going to be used to direct your will, to use your willpower. To have faith or mind, what does our mind come involved in this at? Mind is used for you to direct your will, to make the choices and to hold the intention to choose faith and trust and insurance while you're going what you're going through so you can navigate, move through that pain. But the only thing that's gonna allow you to move through the pain is your faith, your trust, and your assurance. And that's where you use your mind powers at. You use your mind powers and you will, you will yourself to have faith, trust, and assurance in higher power. And that is the recipe for how you're gonna guide through your evolutionary process. And so when it comes to your spiritual work, when it comes to finding coaches and mentors and finding support groups, what you're really needing to focus on is not the knowledge of what an evolved being looks like, right? So we live in a day and age where people want to tell you, oh, if you loved yourself, you would do this. If you love yourself, you do that. Or if you if you believed in yourself, you would live like this, or this is the way. And all those things are great. But if you don't have the capacity, you're just fooling yourself, right? So the real true support groups, the real true spiritual communities are people that's helping you develop your faith, trust, and assurance. Because do the work is having the faith, trust, and assurance in the moment-by-moment, -moment, day to day decisions that allowing you to go through the pain and go through whatever it is that you're being confronted with, whatever your limitations are. And it's not about faking it till you're making, but it's about having the faith, the trust, and assurance in those darkest, most crisis moments when it looks like wow, there's no one here for me. Wow, I'll never get into abundance. I'll never get out of this job. I'll never find a relationship. I'll never find love. I'll always be lonely. It is in those moments when you're confronted with those illusions of lack, the illusions of not having, the illusions of limitation that you put in your faith, trust, and assurance. And what the, what the work is, is in those moments, having those right support groups and having that uh, ability to really go in that moment and believe uh, utilizing prayer, utilizing truth-telling, utilizing meditation, and utilizing the, your harnessing your willpower to believe, to trust, and have assurance. That's what's going to guide you and push you through and allow the evolution naturally to take place and be birthed in you. And so what that uh, also looks like is um, positive surrender, letting go, waiting, um, like I said, you're, you're waiting and, and, to, and abiding and just waiting and abiding and then taking inspired action when it's time to act, believing and trusting and assuring that when doors do open, you can walk through them, right? When things are presented for you, you can respond. When invitations are given to you and it feels correct for you, you can respond because it's going to come. Blessings are always going to come for you. But in the meantime, it might be a very mean time. So you got to surrender and you let go and you got to have that faith, that trust and assurance. And nothing is more comforting to know that to wait on the Lord, be of good courage 
have your faith, your trust and assurance and make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the voices, with the personality, the people, the energy, the people that are encouraging your faith, encouraging your trust and assurance in the higher power. That's really at the end of the day, all that you can you can rely on that's going to be able to help you evolve. And then you're going to find yourself with these mutated gifts of awareness. And it's going to be all worth it. It's going to be all worth it in the end. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this uh, presentation and I look forward to continuing to evolving it so I can articulate it better and perhaps inspire you for your faith, trust, and assurance and look forward to you developing these beautiful gifts of immovable confidence and vulnerability to rejection, indifference to failure and immunity disappointment through your faith, trust, and assurance um, as you go through your journey of enlightenment and evolution. God bless you all and um, feel free to hit me up if you need any more insight or one-on-one -on -one coaching and spiritual guidance mentoring. I'll be happy to support you.